Thank you for joining us today for Wandering in the Word, where we read and discuss the upcoming week's lectionary texts at First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota. All right, hey everybody, this is Wandering the Word. Once again, this time we're looking at the text for Sunday, January 29th, the fourth Sunday after the Epiphany uh, annual meeting day here at First Lutheran Church. So we're going to be worshiping potentially with that on our mind um, immediately following worship. And um, yeah, just kind of the midwinter deep freeze, I think, is coming this weekend. Supposedly it'll be cold this weekend. So we'll be North Dakota's going to North Dakota. So (laughs) that's what it does. We're going to freeze. So. But maybe uh, we'll be we'll be warm in worship. Warm in worship as long as the boiler keeps going. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, with that, why don't we dive in? Uh, we ha- we have a familiar text in our gospel reading, to, and both of our readings we'll cover today, but especially the gospel. So, uh, Melissa, do you want to start us off? Yes, I do. We're reading from Matthew chapter five, verses one through twelve. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, you, O Christ. The Sermon yes. on the Mount. Here we are. Jesus has all these crowds. Yeah. He kind of goes up the mountain. <laughs> he starts talking, and his big opening words are what we call the Beatitudes. Yeah. Blessed are all these people um, who, by world standards, are not at all blessed. Yeah. You know, people must have been like, wait, who is this guy? What is he talking about? What does this mean? And then... I mean, maybe luckily for them and for us, the sermon continues well beyond verse 12 into chapter 6 and mm-hmm. chapter 7, and Jesus keeps teaching and keeps trying to flesh out these these crazy kingdom of God ideas that, that seem so counter to kind of how we experience life in this world. Yeah, turns it upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because if you're... I would imagine, you know, if everyone's gathered around, they're like, he's going to say something really right. profound. <laughs> he's going to say how great we are for following him yeah. and all these things, and then he's like... Blessed are the poor and the, those who are mourning and the meek and those who are showing mercy. That's not, that's not the strong people who are supposed to be blessed. And, you know, blessed are the peacemakers. No, the blessed are the ones who get stuff done, you know, and get their to-do list checked off. And, it, it, yeah, just everything is backwards about it. And that's what's kind of beautiful and profound about it and hard. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but. I mean, I think... Uh, Blessed, it, it must be a hashtag that's been in use forever. You should <laughs> yeah. search that hashtag and see, you know, on your social media account, how many pictures, you know, with that hashtag are going to show someone weeping yeah. or someone who is, um, you know, striving for 
righteousness, uh, you know, when, when justice has been denied. Or, I mean, these, these are not the pictures that are associated in, in sort of our societal dialogue. No, not as blessed, at all. But we use this word blessed a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. And we seem to be meaning something totally different mm-hmm. than Jesus' meaning. Because, I mean, I don't, like, what would you find if you searched hashtag blessed? I mean, it's almost cliche at this point. Right, right. That it's just a lot of probably women who look like me who are (laughs) surrounded by... Or the long blonde hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. With their, like, coffee and their Bible open doing, like, a Bible study. Or their children dressed in beautiful, like, beige clothing. (laughs) Beige. (laughs) Dancing on a field of flowers. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's messy. Everybody's clean and tidy. Yeah, like the big suburban... Yeah, um, that's yeah. kind of what we associate mm-hmm. with um, maybe like easy street, the good life yeah. um, where things aren't so messy and complicated mm-hmm. and um, nothing's life, going wrong. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I heard somebody say once, you know, like in reading this, because uh, blessed usually means like, well, God has given you favor. Mm-hmm. And that word favor, you know, means money and success and all these kinds of things. But like, Another way to think of this blessed is like you have God's attention. Ah. So like God sees you kind of like, you know, like that, that, that one of those things is like, I see you, you know, <laughs> I, I see you. And it's kind of like, you know, in a sense, it's like that God, God is aware of what is going on. And so, you know, God is aware you who are poor in spirit. God is aware you who are mourning now. I, I kind of like that idea. Is it? It does. It kind of gets away some, from some of that prosperity stuff to just like God is mm-hmm. with you, in a sense, in all of these things. Um, so I want to say this, but I really should have done some research before I open my <laughs> mouth on this. Um, the Greek word here is "markarios" or something like that, which is also often translated "happy." And oh. so, some of you maybe have read a Bible translation that says, "Happy are those yeah. who." Well, and happy are those who mourn. That does seem like um, a contradiction in terms right there. But happy are those who are merciful. Happy are those who are pure in heart. And and that kind of takes it back the other yeah. other direction. And um, maybe we can see why our interpreters chose the word blessed, which has less sort of defined emotional boundaries. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So, it is hard. This is... It's very complicated. And... You know, something that I think even as familiar as these words are, the ideas behind them are something we have to keep kind of struggling with and mm-hmm. keep keep defining and redefining for ourselves. It, what does it mean to be blessed? If it's not like a picture of my rosy cheek <laughs> smiling children like on the honor roll, right. which does make me feel blessed. Sure. I know that I'm grateful for the for the things in my life that by our world standards would mean I am blessed. I have a comfortable home, I have a, a running car, I have um, a vocation that is fulfilling all of these things that I think like, those make me happy. Mm-hmm. Those, those are blessings. Mm-hmm. And, and yet there's something, there's something more as well to this concept of being blessed. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's one thing to hear this on that side of life. Yeah. Whereas like if we, <clears throat> to someone who is mourning or who is really in poverty or struggling to, to make ends meet, to hear these words sound different to, to that yeah. side of things too, probably, which is maybe on the one hand, more of who this is aimed for, mm-hmm. you know, um, for those folks who are really struggling too. So I don't know. Of course, you know, I can't not think of the Monty Python, blessed are the <laughs> cheese makers um, from verse nine, but 
<clears throat> if you haven't seen that, you should look it up. It's hilarious. But classic humor. For this. Blasted you haven't seen the Blasted House of Cheesemakers? No. Oh. Google it. Google it. It's, I mean, it's mo it's dry Monty Python here, uh, humor, but you know, they're, they're, Jesus is giving the speech and they're like way off in the distance and like, did he say blessed are the cheesemakers? <laughs> can you go ahead and link that in the comments if you post this on Facebook? I'll see what I can do. Yeah. I will see what I can do. Yeah. But um, In the show notes? Yeah. On our podcast? <laughs> the show notes. <laughs> well, uh, well, with that nice digression, why don't we... <laughs> move into our Old Testament reading today that is um, has another famous verse at the very end of this reading, um, but I think it's kind of interesting to hear it in context of everything else. So this comes from the Old Testament prophet Micah, chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. It says this, Hear what the Lord says. Rise, plead your case before the mountains, and let the hills hear your voice. Hear, you mountains, the controversies of the Lord, and you enduring foundations of the earth, for the Lord has a controversy with his people, and he will contend with Israel. O oh, my people, what have I done to you? In what have I wearied you? Answer me! For I brought you up from the land of Egypt, and redeemed you from the house of slavery, and I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, O oh, my people, remember now what the king Balak of Moab devised, what Balaam son of Beor answered him, and what happened to Shittim, to Gilgal, that you may know the saving acts of the Lord. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams and with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has told you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Wow. When you finish that, I almost said, oh, is that all? Yeah. <laughs> just do justice, love kindness, and walk yeah. on with God. Yeah. Easy. Just yeah, three be things. Just those three, three things. three things. Got it. Um, yeah. Three things. I, it's kind of intimidating to know that, like, God is, like, ready to sort of, there's, like, some adversarial yeah. stuff with God's people, and God is going to contend with with Israel already, they're probably just like, oh boy, well, don't stand a chance here. Yeah, so he, God kind of rehashes um, some of the 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 history and the story of the people, and is sounds like a parent to me, mm -hmm. really, yes. like a frustrated yeah. parent being like, mm -hmm. what else do you want me to do for you? Like, what what <laughs> else could I do that I haven't done already? Put mm -hmm. food on your table and clothes on your back. I have given you every opportunity. <laughs> roof over your head. Yeah. Treat me this way. Don't take out the garbage. <laughs> right. Um, the, the soul garbage. The soul garbage, the yes. The same. That, Very yeah. true. Um, well, I, the, this was struck me, um, this reminds me of what we call the solemn reproaches um, from mm -hmm. Good Friday during Holy Week. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the service when it's really dark and we're like in complete repentance and um, kind of sorrowful line items we have this call and response that is kind of ancient that i think yeah, comes from here it might come from other like places it. as well but um the refrain is oh my people oh my church um what have i done to you answer me and then it, it lays out you know i've given you this i sent jesus i've given you this beautiful earth and all these things and 
at the end of each refrain, it's something like, but you have prepared a cross for the Savior, or for my Savior, or your Savior, whatever it is. Um, and it's, it's very, like, powerful. And time and again, God, what have I, I've done all these things for you, answer me. You know, this is the refrain here, you know, yeah. people don't really have a great answer. <laughs> it is kind of one of those moments where you're like, yeah, we have fallen so short. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very convicting. It is. It's uh, kind of hard to hear. It's hard to hear the quotation marks when this yeah. is read out loud. But there's sort of this this <clears throat> introduction. Rise, you know, um, plead your case. There's like a narrator speaking. And then, um, oh, my people starts God doing what mm-hmm. you just talked about. And then in verse 6 is like the, the people respond. The people are um, considering what God has just said. They're like, well, with what? With what shall I come before the Lord? Should I? Should we do burnt offerings? Should we make like really expensive sacrifices? Would that make God happy if we had ten thousands of mm-hmm. rivers of oil? Um, even to the point, shall I give my firstborn for my transgression? Which like child sacrifice is not something that Israel was like into. Thank goodness, <laughs> it's not something that God wants. But they're they're to that point where they're like, we realize our how short we have fallen and like it, there's nothing there's nothing we can yeah. do i mean i think when you start when you start with that rhetoric about sacrificing your children you're at a point of like despair like i can't i can't make up for you know this gap yeah yeah it, it's yeah there's nothing we can do right that the text from romans all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god um, but then in verse 8 micah 6 8 kind of the, the famous one you know he God has told you, O oh mortal. I love that word mortal. Just a it, reminder. You are just dust, yeah. mortal. Remember, mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? Do justice, love kindness, walk humbly with your God. Um, which still is like an impossible task right. on the one hand. A requirement we are not um, going to meet. But it does kind of take away that. Because I think our first instinct is like, well, okay, what's it going to cost? What's, what's the check? Let me write yeah. a check. Yeah. You know, right. How big of a, a donation do I need to make? How many um, years of my life do I need to dedicate to missionary work? Yeah. yeah that kind <laughs> Repay of thing. this. And, you know, all of that is for naught. You know, yeah. uh, not even 10,000 of rivers of oil. I mean, that's a lot of oil. But, um, <laughs> and even, the, yeah, my firstborn, like going back to the, um, Isaac. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Like, no, that is not what God ultimately requires. Um, so, hmm. yeah. Do justice, love kindness. Or I think some translations have mercy. Yes. I think. Mm-hmm. Instead of mercy. justice. Uh, love to love justice. Okay. Or do, do justice, justice, love mercy, mm-hmm. and walk humbly with your God. This um, was a camp theme. Like a 6-8 was a camp theme many years back so there's all these like camp songs that have to deal with Micah yeah, 6-8 I remember a camp like song rolling through my brain but I'm going to not <laughs> sing them for you my song I think had mercy in it but which is kind of interesting because it then uh, connects I think isn't there a mercy in our beatitudes yeah 7 verse 7 there, there it is. The merciful mercy. yeah um, for they will receive mercy yeah which I mean it is you know this on the one hand, we would expect this to, to kind of fall into, well, you know, ask for forgiveness or, you know, have a clean mm-hmm. heart or something. Yeah. But the, there is, like, action with this. Right. <laughs> it's like, no, this is what God is asking of you. 
of I human. I think maybe Micah was not Lutheran. I don't think so. I mean, yeah, Jesus <laughs> wasn't around um, yeah. in Jesus' form yet for during Micah, but um, it is kind of different, though. I mean, it's not something you buy. It's a lifestyle right. um, that God calls us to. Um, and it is, I mean, you know, justice, mercy, or kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. It, it, it kind of comes pretty darn close to what Jesus says. You can summarize everything and love God and love your neighbor. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, um, which is probably why the verses become pretty famous. <laughs> it's a good summary. Um, I think we should walk around this week calling each other mortal. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, mortal. Hey, mortal. Mm, did you get that uh, that thing done yet? Or? As you get older, I'm discovering you feel more and more of your mortalness um, when things ache a bit more. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your mortality is ever before mortality you. Mortality is ever before us, yes. Um, so, But anyway, it's kind of a... Uh, I had not caught this part of Micah with this connection to Good Friday before, so that's kind mm. of interesting. But um, Well, uh, any closing thoughts, friends, on Micah or Matthew? Not at the moment. Okay. Well, our homework, go look up Monty Pythons. <laughs> and bless the other cheesemakers. I'll see what I can do. So, um, uh, anyways, well, thanks, everyone, for joining us today for our Wandering in the Word for January 29th, 2023. For Melissa, Pastor Brandy, and myself, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. I hit my hand. Thank you for joining us today for another Wandering in the Word podcast here at First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota. Thank you.